Stephen Kruertes on SAFM. Good morning. You with SAFM over the last few days. Important developments around the management of our higher education institutions. At UNISA, the registrar suspended a report conducted by an independent expert has found the vice-chancellor is guilty of several governance failures and abuses. At the University of Fort Hare, the investigation there continues into corruption and academic fraud. And strangely, it seems to involve the Eastern Cape Premier Oscar Mabayani. Issues at UCT, issues at Stellenbosch as well. Dr. Bladen Zamande is the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation. Minister, good morning and happy Youth Day to you. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Stephen. Good morning to you and a happy Youth Day. Also, let me greet uh, Ayanda Sisi, who has actually joined you this morning. Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Zamande, and thank you very much for greeting me. She's 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 greeting you there, Minister. Sorry, her mic was off, but I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, okay, we see so many problems with governance at universities, so many different issues at so many of them. Is there a problem with how they're set up or a governance issue? What I'm trying to get to is, are there common problems that we can fix by fixing the structure? Well, Stephen, first of all, let me just clarify this. Uh, because I don't want to sense not by you, but just generally people who are listening to get a sense that the system is unstable. You know, we've got 26 public universities and 52 vet colleges. Most of them are actually working okay, as I speak at the moment. But it doesn't distract from the issue that we are raising, that indeed we are concerned. I'm also very concerned that at any point in time, we always have a number of institutions that have are facing governance problems. Now, let me also just say this, Stephen, that a few years ago we undertook, between the year 2000 and uh, 2018, there were 16 assessors that were appointed by the minister, the relevant minister, to actually investigate governance problems at uh, our, our universities. Now, that's a lot. It's almost... One assessor per year, you know, if you if you look at it, 18 years, we've got 16 assessors. We've analyzed some of the reasons as to why we are actually having these problems, you know. It's a combination of reasons. One, it's issues of fraught relations between council and management. And also sometimes we've got problems that are about councils that want to micromanage some of councillors in some instances wants to be involved in issues of tenders and supply chain management. But also there is the issue of corruption, uh, Stephen. It's actually a big one because our institutions are not insulated from the challenge of corruption that we've actually been facing over the last two decades, you know, as a, as a country. Well, they don't start there. The corruption goes way back. But nevertheless, the corruption that we are experiencing is also part of this. So there are certain measures that at the moment we are, we are, we've undertaken. Uh, for instance, we've developed a framework for good governance that we've shared with all our institutions as a guideline, you know, to councils, as a guideline to management. The second thing that we are also uh, dealing with is the issue of campus security. We've got we've had a summit with all campus security managers, and we are developing guidelines on how to create stable and secure environment uh, in our institutions. The other issue that I'm, I'm, I'm busy considering as Stephen is the issue of setting up an ombuds 
for the university sector, starting with me. Maybe I'll extend it to others. But we, because as a department, we don't have the capacity to be dealing with day-to-day uh, -day problems. There are councils that are responsible for that. There's management. <laughs> but we want to have a system of an ombudsperson where people can lodge whatever complaint that they actually have about the system, whether it's about a certificate, an academic issue, or whether it's about problems of governance and management and so on. We think that will go a long way in actually addressing the particular problems that we have. But also, I continue to intervene where I think that I need to intervene in terms of the law. Like, for instance, if I pick up a problem at a university that I think is serious, the first step I normally take is that I instruct a university council to deal with that problem and actually report back to me. Some of them, they already set up mechanisms for investigation, and then I say, like UCT, once that report of the panel is done, I would like to see that report so that I actually make sure that what is happening in our institutions in, is in line with what we want to see happening in public institutions that are publicly accountable. The University of Fort Hare has had such, uh, so many major issues, and, and you and I have spoken about that in the past. Um, yes. I was amazed to see the Eastern Cape Premier Oscar Mobiani in court this week trying to stop the Special Investigating Unit from investigating uh, academic fraud and the claim against him is that someone else wrote his master's thesis proposal. The SIU and the president have opposed his application. Do you support them in this? Well, look, I, 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 I must say this, Stephen, that we are in a, a constitutional democracy. Everyone has a right to actually go and seek to protect his or her own integrity and rights in a court of law. So I can't, I can't criticize Premier Mabuyane for doing that. The president also, on the other hand, because it's the president that is being called as a respondent, has actually decided to challenge that. I would rather say on my part, let, let, let me see what happens in this legal process. And then what actually comes out of this? I wouldn't like really to just throw myself into this because the matters are before the court at this point in time. All that I'm interested in is that if there's any corruption at Forte and the SIU is there, that must be investigated to the full. There's no question about that. My worry is that the SIU is taking long. Already there are two years at Forte. Mm. We don't even have a preliminary report. That's a problem. In an institution that's unstable, you don't go in there and just investigate forever because you start creating problems. I went to Fortier. The students say they don't know what the SIU is doing there. They have no idea. They hear about it. Uh, the workers also actually told me the same thing. So it just fuels uncertainty. That is, by the way, one thing that I need to clarify. I never said the SIU doesn't have authority to investigate criminality there. But also at the same time, I did raise the issue that in the process of investigation, we must also protect the issue of recognition of prior learning. Because we mustn't throw the baby with the bathwater. Recognition of prior learning is very central to any post-school education and training system in the whole world, by the way. It's not just South Africa. Sure. And therefore saying the SIU needs to understand that, that also the are institutions that have got to be contacted 
who are legally entitled to deal with that. Okay. Uh, um, and just to be clear, when you say corruption, and, and yes. obviously you support the fight against corruption, that would include academic fraud. That would be a form of corruption. Yes, of course. Academic fraud is a form of corruption, you know. I mean, there are a number of instances, for instance, where it has come out that some people have been writing even exams for other people. You know, where we pick that up, we follow it up, and it must be followed up. I'm not prejudging any situation. But what I don't want, then, is to confuse that with recognition of prior learning, as if recognition of prior learning is, is corruption. It's not. It's actually in our system, Stephen. If you have had enough experience and you get properly accessed, assessed, that you have an equivalent of a degree and therefore you will be allowed to do honors, let it be so if it's done according to the system. It's done worldwide, even in South Africa, we used to have in the past what was called when you reach 23, even if you haven't passed matric, you'll be given conditional exemption to enter university if you want to, mm. to enter university. I want those two things not to be conflated. That's what I'm concerned about. But fighting corruption, yes. Role of the SIU, yes. But move faster. Do not stay forever in institutions and creating problems for those of us who are actually trying to deal with this situation. Minister, I really appreciate the time on this Youth Day. Thank you very much indeed. Dr. Bladen Zamande is the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation.